everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, I'm talking about paying for access. Yeah, so paying for workshops, paying for classes, in order to get access to information and experiences that are really beneficial to us in our careers. And before I get into it, one thing I'm not talking about really, I'll just highlight it here, but... Um, you know, one thing that's not in this category of paying to play or paying for access is auditions. So just to be clear, I'm very against paying for auditions, paying to get your way into employment directly. So if someone's advertising, hi, I'm having audition. My goal here, my primary objective is to hire dancers right now. I'm very against having dancers pay for that, right? Especially auditions that are come in, take a ballet class, or they're, or they're defended by, oh, well, at least you get a ballet class out of it, or blah, blah, blah. You know, it adds extra stress, it adds extra stakes that don't need to be put on dancers along with a financial stress. However, as you will see in this episode, I can't get behind workshops and classes, right? I can get behind paying for those types of experiences and that kind of information and then that potentially leading to a job, right? It's not a guarantee, but somehow down the line, more likely than not, it's going to be non-linear if a job does result from these things, right? It's not going to be, I come in for one workshop, I book a job. It's going to be a little bit more, it's more going to be the start of a conversation. It's going to be something that is, you know, a uh, just a way to network, not necessarily book a job directly. So with that being said, I am someone who is definitely open and has not shied away from paying for experiences, both when I started my career back eight years ago and now, right? I'm still going to workshops. I'm still trying to find these opportunities to gain access to people, their information, gain those experiences, because I know it adds so much value to me as an artist. Uh, I know this can be a really sensitive subject for dancers. I mean, talking money can be stressful on its own, but as someone who attributes a lot of uh, their success to taking part in workshops, especially early on, it would be a disservice to you all not to highlight the importance and the value that comes from doing workshops like this, paid workshops. So, I mean, on a micro level, we all do this, right? We've already been doing that. We've been paying for classes for years and to get that access to information and experiences. And a lot of us also did this to go to school, right? You paid tuition in order to go to school to get access to teachers or get access to a degree, get access to status, connection from classmates, faculty, all that in a way, you know, if you look at it, we paid for it, right? You're paying for those experiences. You're paying for that type of networking. And for me, after I graduated, my work with Visceral, my work with uh, Sleep No More, my work with Vim Bigger, my work with Kegwin and Company, all of these things, I can draw a line to workshops, to paying for access with these people, getting in the room, letting starting that networking in that way. All of that came from paid workshops. 
you know, and not to mention, I did get a couple job offers from classes, but most of them came from these larger scale, bigger ticket price events. Um, but aside from that, if you are someone who is struggling to find their way into a community, maybe you just moved to LA, moved to New York from school, this is one of the best ways to do it. So today, I just want to share a few ideas to keep in mind when you're looking for workshops and how to check your expectations when you're going in, right? Once again, I don't want us to really think, if I do this workshop, I'm going to get a job. I think more along the lines, and I can attribute this to one of my college professors who used to talk about uh, a tool belt, right? Every experience you have, every class you take, every person you meet, you're just adding these experiences to your tool belt as information, something you can uh, pull out and add to your artistry whenever you need. Yeah. So I want to start just by talking about when you pick your workshops, which I've said before in past episodes and in this episode, which you should be doing, you should be going to workshops. Just find the ones that align with you and the things that you want to be doing the most. Right. If you want to be joining a modern dance company, maybe the specific modern dance company doesn't have workshops for you right now, but another one does. Right. Or maybe you're wanting to move to a city. Pick workshops that are in that city. Pick things that are closest to what you want to be doing. Maybe they're workshops with people who have done jobs that you like. Maybe it's with uh uh, choreographers that are putting on weekend workshops that work with a company that you want to be a part of, right? Just try to find the ones that kind of niche into the things that you want to be doing. Um, the next part I want to start with, actually, is when you're going to these workshops, I don't want you to think about them as being, once again, transactional, right? Or you know, just checking in with our expectations, more transactional than what they're already promising, right? Usually when you're signing up for a workshop, you're getting classes, you're getting, uh, you're learning rep, you're, you have a certain schedule, right? Um, so whatever the program offers, that's great. And at the same time, I also want you to see the value and the implications that could happen, Right. So say the workshop is offering X amount of classes with choreographer A, choreographer B, choreographer C, and you get some kind of choreographic process and there's a showing at the end. And let's say it's like, I don't know, something low, lower and like $600 for the week. Right. What you get is there. That's what you get. But what are the other possibilities? Right. So without saying I'm definitely going to get a job from this, know that a job is possible from this, right? Or maybe it's an invitation to an audition. Or maybe it's information that you just couldn't get anywhere else, right? Or a connection with fellow participants, one of the choreographers, whatever it is, yeah? All of a sudden, if you get this invitation, all of a sudden, if you get this uh, job offer, that $600, that investment you know, that investment could lead you to book a job that, you know, pays more than that, right? I think the workshop I did, Springboard, I want to say it was like $3,500, right? And that, for me, I did it, and I did it for two years, so that's what, a $7,000 investment. I, you know, I 
did book three jobs from that. It wasn't guaranteed. I was looking for the access. I was looking for the information. I was actually looking to, at the time, I wasn't looking for a job. I was really looking just to be inspired, be uh, connect with things outside of my realm. Um, I really came from a jazz background, a jazz and ballet background, modern background in college. And I was looking for that more contemporary edge. And the best place to do it was there. I had to go to Montreal or, you know, now I think B12 is the one to go to. Um, but these workshops just give you information to expand on what you already know. And the benefit of that, which I didn't expect, was that I would book three jobs from this uh, workshop, right? All of a sudden, that $7,000 I'm making back in a month. I'm making it back in a week. Like I'm getting a return on my investment. And to be honest, that return was two years after I took the workshop, right? So it takes a long time. And I did a lot of things after that. But there was benefit that I didn't even know that came from the workshop that did come my way. So just keep that in mind, right? Keep in mind what the implications are of doing these types of workshops. Um, the next thing I want to highlight is the reason I think it's so important that these things are paid, like this podcast, for example, is a free resource, right? It's great. But, you know, you can listen to this whenever you want. You're like, uh, I, I, you don't really owe this podcast anything. You don't really, um, you're not really giving your time to it. If you miss an episode, it's whatever. Maybe you'll catch the next one. You know, it's a little more free form, right? But when you're paying for a workshop, when you're paying for information or access or you're paying for that experience, you're going to be held more accountable. And this is the part that I think is so important for dancers. And I think it's so important for me, at least. I know if I'm paying for something, I'm going to be going to it, right? If I pay for a class ahead of time, I'm going to roll out of bed and go, right? If I'm paying for a workshop or if I'm teaching a class and I'm renting space, I'm going to hold that class, right? It's much easier to do that than, you know, you show up to a, something that you don't have any money invested into and one person shows up. You're like, ah, maybe we won't, maybe we won't do it, right? So the benefit of paying for workshops like this is that it holds you accountable, right? You're going to take it more seriously if it costs money, right? You won't be missing classes, right? You uh, won't be pushing yourself. I remember when I did the Dova intensive a couple of years ago, it was virtual at this time because of during the pandemic. And I remember paying and like, I wasn't making money at that time, but I knew I needed this experience. And I remember I was volunteering for everything. I was not, I was early to classes. People were like, I need to volunteer for this acting thing. I've said, I'll do it because I need, I, I'm not sure how much time we're going to have. And I want to make sure I get my time in to uh, perform, right? Or my time in to get feedback, right? But maybe if I didn't pay for it, I'd be like, oh, I'm tired today. I'm not going to show up. Or, oh, I'm not going to take it as seriously because it's not that important, right? So I want you to keep that in mind when you're, especially as like the year starting, summer programs are just ending. As you start looking for what's next, Keep in mind that, yes, maybe the price tag is high, but maybe that helps you stay accountable, right? Maybe that makes you take it more seriously. Maybe it makes you show up in a different way, yeah? So keep that in mind. And the last thing that I want you to keep in mind is, much like your career, the benefit of paying for access, 
like I've said earlier in this episode, it's not a linear payoff or it's not a direct climb, right? It's not uh, consistent. It's not going to be like, as soon as I do this, I get this. It's not a direct transaction. Just because, once again, just because you invest in a workshop or class doesn't mean it will financially pay off right away or at all. I think I've shared a lot of stories in this episode where I'm like, look, I did it and I got money for it, right? That's also not always the case. And it hasn't always been the case for me. You know, I've done workshops where I got, it was a great experience and I got nothing from, or no job from it. Not yet, at least. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But there are no guarantees that this kind of work will lead to a job. All you can really count on is the logistics of the experience, right? Whatever they're offering up front on their website, the information and the connections that come from that week. Yeah, that's all you can really count on. It's now your responsibility after this workshop is done to continue the work. You show up again. You ask how you can keep working with this person. You pave your own path to get where you want to be. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's what's in your control, right? What is in your control? Let these experiences inform what you do next, right? Did it clarify a dream or goal you had? Did it get you closer to the outcome you were looking for? Did it direct you away from what you thought you wanted? These are all really good, important questions to ask after you do any workshop, but you have to sign up. You have to show. And a lot of the times, the most beneficial ones, I will say, yeah, though most of the time, the beneficial ones are going to be the ones you pay for, right? It's all valid, but this kind of information connection and experience does come at a cost. Yeah. And I think it's important that you invest in yourself and invest in the community and take part in more paid workshops. Yeah. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you. If you have questions on this, I'd love to talk about it. You can DM me on Instagram at it's Brandon Coleman or at Breaking the Wall Podcast. Um, I appreciate all of you uh, reaching out. I've been getting a lot of messages in my DMs about uh, episode ideas or things you personally have questions on. And it's been really fun for me to tackle those. So keep those coming. If you're loving this podcast, please go ahead and share it on social media, share it with a friend, rate us on Apple podcasts, and just leave a few lines of what people can expect when they listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's really helpful to get more listeners when they can see, Oh, this is what I'm going to get by listening and spending my time with Brandon. Um, but Sending love to you all. I will see you all in another episode. Be well. Bye.